Come chat with Libby, Molly, and Samantha, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Hey, y'all. Welcome to episode 123 of Consignment Chats. Ladies, how you doing? Good, good, good. Great. All right. Listen, we have got to talk about this thing that changed our lives in both our personal and our work life, because I don't think it would be fair otherwise for us to keep it to ourselves. So I think we need to talk about it, talk about how it changed our lives, what different things so that people know, because they need to know. But before we get started, I want to tell everybody, hang on till the end, because we do have a couple of big announcements to make that you don't want to miss. So let's talk about this. Libby, I got to let you start. All right. So the tagline is turning simple disciplines into massive success and happiness. All right. So we have our Sea Chats book club and we chose the book, The Slight Edge, or actually, actually Paul uh, Apollonia recommended it. And we thought, all right, yeah, we voted on it. This is what we're doing. Uh, Going into it had no clue what was waiting on the other side and how life changing this book would actually be. And About halfway through, I called Libby and said, it was Paul that recommended this, right? Because I want to hug him hard because this <laughs> has changed my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we met, we discussed it, we implemented it. And our group the whole way through, so we would meet uh, once a week, um, it's a private, it's a free private community on Facebook for the book club, separate from consignment chats uh, community, but it'll be linked up in the show notes if you want to join us. Um, I, I lost my train of thought. And she lost her train of thought. This is Even not part of the life-changing things that we learn by reading this book. It is not. So because our train of thought gets lost sometimes, we're also going to implement this book every first quarter, right? We're going to kind of revisit it and check it out. Is that what I remember? Yeah, every first yeah. quarter because yes. it was that good and mm-hmm. something that I think everybody will benefit from doing mm-hmm. once a year. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, to go back and revisit what we talked about. So everybody in the, I know what I was going to say, everybody in kind of had the same response. Like we're reading, we're like, yeah, that's, common sense why aren't we doing it it was nothing um that was difficult to do it was nothing that you can't easily implement in your daily life it was personal it was was business it was everything and nothing major you need it to do so the whole concept molly do you want to talk about the whole um i guess it would be a parable that he talks about at the beginning are you talking about my plant grow thing? He had several. Yeah, he had several. Which one was your favorite? That well, it? I liked the Lotus one. Oh my gosh, I liked them all. One that sticks in my mind that was really a shorter one, but I thought very powerful was the one about the frogs. Mm. And the two frogs that fell into a container of cream, milk. Yep, cream. And they couldn't get out and they couldn't get out. And the one after time just got tired, gave up and sunk under. And the other one just kept swimming and swimming. And all of a sudden over time, he started feeling solid beneath him. And 
was able to get out because he made butter. Yeah. Oh, I like that. He kept going. He just kept going and going and going. Now, I thought when they said it was something solid, it was going to be that he stepped on the frog that was underneath. But (laughs) (laughs) that is not the philosophies we want. That was not part of it. That's just where my brain goes. I'm like, oh, no, he's not going to step on the poor frog that doesn't know. He made butter because he just kept doing a little paddling, little paddling, little Mm -hmm. paddling. And over time, he got to the great goal he was looking for and got out. And everything becomes stable underneath you because you're working on it little by little. Little by little. I like it. So I'm going to, some full disclosure here before we continue talking about this book. That impressions. Let me, let me bring down my fake microphone here. (laughs) I didn't read this book. For those on podcast that didn't hear that, I didn't read this book, guys. I didn't. <laughs> um, this book started with me and a ton of excuses as to why basketball season for my daughter was more important than the book club. And then I just n- never picked it back up. So I did read like the first chapter. I get the premise of it. It's all about baby steps. These wonderful ladies keep giving me snippets of it. And I will be reading the book and we will be doing it every year. So it's I'm gonna get there I'm gonna I mean by the time we're done talking about it you'll feel like you've read it Um, I feel like I do just talking with you guys every week like I'm already implementing it I just haven't actually read it yeah you are (laughs) implementing it and it's all like the whole premise is just simple small actions now all right here's what was really hard for me to wrap my head around like we all want that quick fix we all want we all want that like big heroic actions become a success and it just kind of happens and you know the reality of it is it's small incremental very incremental steps and when you're looking at somebody else who's maybe successful that looks like an overnight success chances are they are not an overnight success I mean probably 99.9 percent there's no such thing. They've been working on that for a long time and building these very simple daily dis- disciplines. Or uh, they yeah. didn't, and it's not a success that's going to stay because they didn't put that foundation under themselves. Right. They somehow got lucky and found some weird thing that made them a thing, and it probably won't last because they don't have these disciplines. Yeah. So he talks about like lottery winners, for example, like lottery winners are the classic example, right? Like overnight millionaire. And um, we've all seen the stories of what happens to most lottery winners. They're not, it it just doesn't, it just doesn't work. (laughs) Um, But all right. So the thing that was really hard for me is I want that big heroic, like I am an all or nothing person, right? Like I'm all in, or I'm all out. There is, I'm not like, I'm not waffling. I'm all in or I'm all out. So the idea of just doing a little bit each day is really, really hard for me to wrap my head around because it goes against, I feel like it goes against my personality or I hence felt why that you, way initially. Hence why so. you don't work with Poshmark very well. Yes. <laughs> they want you to feed them a little bit every day. And you're like, yes. no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> We're not getting back together. I'm, I'm open going to, change, to be consistent in other right. areas of my life. Not that. All right. So Molly, you found it strange for a total opposite reason, actually. Do you remember we were talking about like perfectionism? Oh, about my list? Start it and all of that, all of those hurdles. Are you talking about my list? 
I, I don't know. I don't know what I, I'm, I'm, I was so, looking at this quote part, yeah. or not quote, but part in the book where, you know how what you're saying it's so simple, but yet you got to do it. Yeah. And it's as soon as we get away from failure and up past the line of survival, we quit doing the things that got us there. And I'm like, that is so me. Mm -hmm. Like I think of everything in my life, you know, I do, I've always said, I do what it takes to get what I need or get by. Like I don't, my son's, my son's the same way. Thank goodness. My husband's not, it's good that we have him in the family, but we, you know, Cal and I both are going to be successful to where we want to be, but we're never shooting for hire and we get where we need to be. And then it's like, why do, why keep doing those and steps? And it's not, it's not necessarily want. It's just, it's just your cycle. This is like your comfort zone. You get to where your comfort mm -hmm. zone is and you don't even see a problem with the comfort zone until something pushes you out of it. And you go, wait, wait why minute. was I just cycling there? Why was I? And then that's what gets you there and goes, wait, I can do something different. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we got to keep, but I, I really, so I was saying like the, the part of the hard part for me was again, the all or nothing, like small, simple disciplines and how to pare that back into things I can do every day. Now, Molly, I think the part that you struggled a lot with was not being a perfectionist, right? Like I'm going to start on a Monday. I need my list in order. I need to be able to do that in that first step, which is like the, they talk a lot about just that first step and goal setting. y'all, everything starts on a Monday. It just always has. Every diet starts on a Monday. Every new project starts on a Monday. You can tell me to start it on a Friday, but Friday doesn't work. It's got to start on a Monday. <laughs> You're right. No, that is I am, but this is like, no, you start right then. Just yeah. take that little step, that little step. What was it that I called you about that time I was struggling and you slight edged me and we got through it and you were like, no, what are you going to do right now? What's Which time? Which time? Doing that to me. Every, yeah, she's slight edging everything. Our I know. Group, she's like, that's what the quote is. I'm going to slight edge this. I'm going to slight edge this. Hold on while we slide edge this. <laughs> yeah. So, because for me, I, I have to have all my ducks in a row before I start. And even the backup ducks, Samantha, mm -hmm. they all mm -hmm. have to be right there, mm -hmm. ready to go. And then on Monday, we can do it together because everything's lined up. I got the right markers, poster board, whatever it is I'm doing, but it's all perfect. It's everything I need to get it done. And it's all where it needs to be. How much time do I waste and get overwhelmed and then don't actually start it because the store was out of the perfect markers I needed to do what I needed to start. So I got to wait till they get back in because if they're not the perfect markers, I can't make that poster board. I mean, the so, gratitude journal is a really good um, example of this, right? That I couldn't get my gratitude journal. Like I could start writing in a notebook that I have right here, yeah. but I had to get a very special. Right notebook yeah it had to be just the right notebook that I actually found on girls weekend in Beaufort at a little gift shop <laughs> I'm the person that's over here like okay I'm thankful for 
those of you on podcast, Samantha's writing with a pen on her arm. <laughs> Meanwhile, I got to have my favorite pen and this extra special pretty little notebook that I find somewhere before I can start a gratitude journal. Yeah, but really you just, yeah, do what Samantha did. Just write just it on write your it arm. on my arm when I wake up in the morning <laughs> with lipstick, <laughs> you know, like who cares? It's the thought that you're thinking about three, three, three things you're grateful for and you're putting them down. You're writing them in mm-hmm. some form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I've been doing that since we started the book, um, writing them down every morning in my like uh, pretty much free notebook on the science table. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so that has been, that has been a simple discipline that has brought me so much happiness and focused me so much in the present. Now I'm not a journal person. I never have been. And I really just bristled at the idea of doing that. Like I would say three things in my head I was grateful for, but I can tell you writing them down is makes a world of difference in how it sets your day. Like I do that before my feet hit the floor in the morning. I, um, I get why it's hard for you though, because I mean, like number one, you're thankful for Samantha. Number two, you're thankful for Molly. And then coming up with that third one must be real hard for you. That's, where do you, yeah, where, where do you go after that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right I mean where do you go after that I'm thankful for the climate chats that I have them together in one together (laughs) I'm glad that I can put them in this cup together (laughs) so that that was that was a major takeaway I think for a lot of people in the group was that was that gratitude journal and just staying focused in the present and you know there's all sorts of things that you can track or make progress on daily, right? And it hits, it breaks it down for you and like every aspect of your life, what it is and what that kind of means. And I think that's one of the beautiful things is the way it breaks it down. It makes you think about all these categories in your life and the little things you can do to make big changes. And it is a good way to break it down. Because I mean, that's essentially, that's essentially the book. Again, having not read it. Um, (laughs) But, but what I'm gathering is that it, it's not about like the system and all this stuff that you have to remember, things that you have to change or stuff that you have to buy or do it. It is literally just taking the tools that you have around you and things that you know how to do and shifting your mindset to do them every day, to take little pieces and do it. And the more little pieces you do and the longer you do it, your mind, it's, it's like diets, diets don't work. You're just essentially just boom. I'm going to do all this stuff on Monday. Mm-hmm. But if you change your lifestyle, okay. instead of regular potatoes, you start eating sweet potatoes. And then instead of having this, you start having that. And you just do that shift. Then eventually the more you build on that, you, you have a totally different lifestyle and you, you didn't have to do a big crazy crash thing that you don't stick with. Right. Right. It was plants cultivate harvest plants cultivate harvest all right so if you think about that like an agrarian like early agrarian society there was always like we were instilled with the concept of you plant something you cultivate it and then you harvest and today's world is more like plant harvest like we're missing that whole um, you know, mindset where we cultivate, cultivate, cultivate. And that's where, you know, the slight edge fits in is that cultivation piece. Like we're not, success isn't built overnight. Like we're not meant to plant and harvest. We have to cultivate. And that's kind of where all of this comes in is, is that cultivation aspect. 
And I see that in my kids. I see that in myself. Like I want instant gratification. And it's funny. I think it's kind of generational. I remember when I was in my early twenties, somebody, one of the elders of my family made a comment of why does your age group, your generation now think that you have to get out of high school and have exactly what your parents have? Like my mom and dad, built. we never thought, okay, I'm going to get out of house, out of high school and I'm going to own a car and a house and be married with a dog and two children. But for some reason, your generation, and it was true, all of my friends I would talk to, we had it in our head, like, I can't wait to buy a house. we got to buy a house. we got to buy a house. Well, you know, my parents didn't buy their house till after they were married. I know so many of my friends that bought houses before they were ever engaged by themselves because we felt like we had to have that then and there. Got to have it, got to have it, got to have it, got to have it. And now I find with our children, it's even worse and quicker and want it in my hands, poof, you know. Instagram made me buy it. TikTok made me buy it. I want it all right now. And that's what I'm trying to instill back into Cal because Cal will make comments like, oh, look what adult money can do, (laughs) you know, Mm. and I'll say, yes, Cal, but look at how old your mom and dad are and how long it took us to build to the adult money. Like it doesn't happen overnight. That's where your hard work that you put in now down the road will get you there, you know, right. it is Sounds so like generous. some kids are going to be getting a slight edge for Christmas this year. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it seriously is, is a, is a gift um, yeah. to be able to, you know, instill in your kids. I mean, I consider it a gift. I don't know if they will maybe yeah. like coal in their stocking. I'm not sure, but I think they would really appreciate it. Mm. I think so too. I think everybody, everybody should read it. And I don't say that about many books because I think your reading choices are very personal and Mm -hmm. people read what they want to read. And, but this book, I think everybody should read it. So in our group, I just want to, you know, shout out everybody that participated in the book club and came to the zoom meetings and discussed and shared their personal um, journeys with it and things that were going on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, one of the things that really stood out to me was there were a couple people that had humongous goals, right? And they just wanted to get it all done, right? I want to just, poof, I want to do it all in one day. So mm-hmm. we forced ourselves to take that task and break it at, down into small daily, we use timers, actions, and the progress over the course of a week or the pro- progress over the course of two weeks was so inspiring. And I was just so grateful that people shared that with us because I mean, wow, yeah, like that little bit of time yeah. was amazing. Now I have to, I'm going to share something a little personal here. Um, I kind of, I'm going to say I, I learned from my failure with the slight edge uh, because I was, I'm going to use my business as an example. Like I would organize uh, 25 minutes a day. It is my least favorite thing to do, but it keeps everything on track here. And so I was slight edging that 25 minutes a day, 25 minutes a day, 25 minutes a day. And then I added in some other 25 minute activities and some other 25 minute activities and was timing them. 
And I was like, I, I can't, I, I can't, this is not good. So I pulled back and I have seven items on my calendar every day that I spend five minutes on. Some of them are huge tasks that'll take me a year, a year, two years to complete. Some of them are simple daily actions. And I put a little heart on my calendar next to them every day. And I'm only committing myself to five minutes a day of organizing. If it turns into more than that, and I feel like it, great. But I can at least force myself or commit to five minutes without feeling like like 25 minutes. Like I had to have a chunk of time set aside for that. Five I'm impressed with five minutes because I think it would take yeah. me five minutes to get my head fully in the game and get it started and five minutes of coming down from it to give just five minutes wow I'm impressed So five minutes like daily activity but if I go for a walk it's going to be more like 25 minutes right like but I'm at least going to get five minutes okay I'm at least going to organize for five minutes I can do that after I do my shipping in the morning it's I like, not like mm-hmm. I have to, I can, I can fit that in wherever. So I think that was one mistake I made in the beginning was like kind of over committing um, to these simple tasks. So I scaled it way back. I'm keeping it real simple. One in every facet of my life that I spend five minutes on a day and I'm real happy. I like it when you say a minimum of five minutes that I, I, I like that more. I like that better. Right. Five. Because if you have like, let's say an hour, right? Mm -hmm. even you got to cut a section out of your day for an hour or even 25 minutes like you could easily say I don't have time for that today right the excuses creep in like crazy but how can you make an excuse for five minutes how like yeah I'll let you know and (laughs) right right it will happen (laughs) when I figure that one out I'll tell you because then that five minutes is either going to spark your motivation to do that today, or you're going to get a quick five minute task done and you'll do it again tomorrow and see if it sparks again tomorrow. And like you said, you could spend the next hour on it because it sparked, but, right. but setting aside that hour and nothing sparking, you're, you're really not going to get that much done, but five minutes. Yeah. You can't, you can't make an excuse for five minutes. And I'm pretty good at excuses. I'm, yeah. I'm really good at them. <laughs> <laughs> there might be some olympic medals hanging somewhere in my house for excuses i don't so know i'm kind of i'm kind of curious if anybody slight edged anything without even knowing it had a name put it in the comments if you knew yes. what it was and you accomplished a goal we want to hear about it you took a bit by bit by bit day by day by day by day right yeah well i want to tell you one of my aha moments which i know i talked to you libby about it when i had it because I've said on many episodes, I am a list maker. It's what I do. It's, it's how I have learned to get things done in my life with my ADD brain. Lists are my jam. But I've never put a lot of thought into them. Like they've always just been a list. Like, okay, today I got to da, 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 da. check it off, check it off, check it off, check it off. You know, ooh, adrenaline rush, check. Ooh, adrenaline rush. <laughs> um, so... Now, after I did the slight edge, I found myself putting so much more thought into what went into my list. Like, what was its purpose? Like, is it something that is going to be a piece of a bigger goal? Mm. And before I would never think about that, I would just write it down. You know, these are the things I have to or want to get done today. 
<clears throat> knowing that anything that didn't would move to the next day. But with this, there was so much more intention and thought into why I was putting that on my list. Like, I write, okay, well, why are you putting that on your list? What is the outcome going to be down the road by you doing this today, tomorrow? Da, 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 da. So I found those lists now, instead of just something that I got a little dopamine hit from checking a box, actually has a lot more thought and meaning to it for me now when I check it off the box. It's now not just that little rush. It's a, it's a big, it's, it's just bigger. It's bigger. Wow. Instead of a little, ooh, that feels good. It's a whoop, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I'd flip that. Oh gosh. <laughs> Had to work that in there, didn't you? Um, all right. So one of the other things that really, really, it was chapter 13, because I said, you guys are my chapter 13. It was all about mentors and mentorship and community and how important it is. And I needed this reinforced, how important it is to surround yourself with the people that are going to lift you up, with the people that are on a similar path to you, with people that are more successful than you. And, you know, just to build to build that, that group of people and to really step away from toxic situations and set boundaries. And, you know, it's something we all know, but I don't know if it's something like we actually think about and implement in our lives as much as we should. I know I wasn't. Um, but our, our Patreon group, our C chats group, our ma mastermind group, that's the word I'm looking for. I'm sorry. Our mastermind group really is filling that role. So we really have gone all in and mine, you know, motivation for doing that was actually that chapter, that chapter 13 was to, you know, really concentrate on the mastermind group, surround yourself with people that are lifting you up and helping you and, you know, not afraid to call you out <laughs> is the other piece of that. Not just people that are all rah, 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 but right. people that really will want you to succeed. And um, yeah, so. Love accountability. Yeah. I know. Our general Samantha accountability girl. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to, to get that out of the book at all. Um, it was kind of a surprise to me. So that's why I was texting you guys as I was reading it. You are my chapter 13. Uh, it just made me oh so much more thankful for you guys and um, everything that we've been doing with the mastermind. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's the cliche, oh, it takes a village. And that's different for every aspect of your life. Like I have mm -hmm. a different village of mom friends. I have a different village of my, my work friends. And there's just, you got to find your people for every little area that you're slight edging so that you have that support and that that realness with it. You, like you said, you don't want the, the fake rah-rah and, the, and the fluffy stuff. You want to be boosted up, yes, but you also want the realistic part of it to keep you on track too. Yeah. Yes, I yeah. agree. I had lost sight. I had lost sight of that, my friends. I really did. Well, but thanks for bringing back. it back home. Now it's <laughs> back. And if we lose sight again, no worries because we're going to be doing this again. Mm -hmm. oh, right, right. Yeah. Next and again, yes. <laughs> we're gonna reel it back in every year. 
and make you rethink about it. What have I walked away from? What did I, and I can't imagine how much, how much we're going to grow reading it a second and third time, because you're, I think, going to get even more out of it every time you read it. Or maybe a first. Yeah, that'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. First time you read it. Yes, yes, yes. So. Yeah. I mean, my life is substantially different from the time from like, I almost consider my life like before I read The Slight Edge and after I read The Slight Edge. Yes. B-S-L. Yeah. (laughs) A-S-L. Whatever, whatever kind of acronym you want to assign to it. All right. Hey, are we ready for these big announcements or do you have anything else you want to say about this book? Because we're bringing it back. We know that. We've talked about joining the book club. Yeah. All right. So I want to announce our next book. We put it up for vote and we're going to be doing Profit First. Talk about bringing it back. Yeah. It is a topic of a constant topic of conversation. Um, Yes, we're going to be doing that in the C Chats book club. We're also going to be bringing you a recording with uh, Profit First Coach, uh, which is going to be super interesting whether or not you do profit first. Um, I'm really excited about it. And there's a new version of the profit first book. We'll be doing the original, but as a supplement, uh, there is profit for e-commerce profit first. Um, so I'll be reading that and, uh, you guys can read along that as well. So it'll be a nice little, nice little supplement, um, to profit first. And we'll be all walking through and and those of us that want to implement it, will be implementing it. Uh, alongside of people who have already implemented it, but it is business changing. Us included. I am going to implement it. Libby has already implemented it. Yeah. I think the last time we went over this, I was still at my old job. I don't think I had even went full time yet. So I was like, well, that sounds like a lot guys. I don't know about this. Yeah. But now I'm ready. You're ready. I can tell you're ready. Um, You're totally ready. I need it. The one plug I'm just going to put in that for that, the reason why it is a like business booster is once it's implemented, you can make business decisions so much more effectively, efficiently, you know exactly what you have, what you can afford. And it's just, it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing to have that peace of mind. So. So hit that link below and get in the book club so you don't miss it. It is free, it is fun, and we grow together and support each other. So make sure you do that. I I got one more announcement to make. I want to tell everybody about our new series. We are going to start a new series of short, shorter videos called Use What You Have 2023 series. Mm -hmm. And we're going to break down the different things that we do as resellers and what you really honestly need in 2023 to do each of those things. Which isn't much. Right? So be ready because we're going to start that and I'm excited to put these out here and make those that are standing on the ledge trying to decide, do I want to get into this business? Do I want to do this? I'm so overwhelmed. There's so much I need to do. We're going to break it all down for you. We're going to slight edge it for you. We're going to slight edge it for you. We're going to put it in little biteable pieces. We're just going to one bite at a time. Get you going. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So get ready because we're going to have some fun with this. I'm really excited about this new series. I think it's we have, 
one more announcement, right? We do? We do? I, I thought we did. Well, you might as well now. There was another one. I thought we were cruising. Oh. I mean, what? How? I feel like everybody should just know this already. It should just be known. <laughs> didn't we? Didn't Molly scream it from the rooftops? I thought I did. I I, I don't know, but the people that know. didn't hear her over here on the East Coast must have heard Katie and Vicky over in Nevada. the West Coast because they've been screaming it. So, so you are yes. correct. We have not made an official announcement, but it we is a thing. Not. We have not. Consignment Chats has not, whereas Katie and Vicki have done a wonderful job promoting this cruise because it is going to be fun. Y'all, this cruise is a reseller relaxation cruise. Mm. It is going to go in spring of 2024. There will be a Facebook group linked up in the notes if you would like to just learn about it. You do not have to join, but there will be coming cruises. This is not a money maker for us this is not a this is a we got group rates so that everybody could benefit from it that wants to go and we are putting them out there and you put your deposit get your room if you want a roommate i've seen some people put shout outs that they may need a roommate in the group um deposits right now are due may 4th may the fourth be with you um <laughs> for the discounted rates we have right now. Um, the travel agent, Laura, who's helping us is in the group too, so she can answer any questions. At the top of the page, I have pinned pricing and important things that you need to know. This year, it is going to be a West Coast cruise. I'm really excited about that because I am a big cruiser, but I always leave from the East Coast. So this year we're going next year, 2024 from the West coast. I'm going to see places I've never been before. And I am like beyond excited, but this is just fun and relaxation yeah. and just hanging out with your reseller friends that are not going to get sick of you talking about reselling. Let's and you can honest. bring your, and you can bring your spouse. Cause when your husband says, I yes. don't want to go to seminars. I don't want to hear about all that stuff constantly. I'm not sitting on any classes. It's none of that. We're not doing any of that. The only thing that we're doing is we might put out there, hey, after the boat leaves the port, you know, if anybody who wants to meet at such and such pub for drinks at seven, there'll be a group of us down there. Or there might be a little scavenger hunt game in the works just for fun. But it's really just about networking. It's about hanging out with who you feel like hanging out with at that moment in time, having alone time if you want alone time. Enough, you enough networking to make it a business right off to say that you are still learning and working things. <laughs> we are not tax professionals. We cannot say that's how you do it. However, <laughs> I was just going to say that disclaimer. Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. I can't guarantee that, but if you do have enough of them, those chit chats next to the pool or in the casino there, then it could count. It could count. Yeah, I don't know. Not the casino part, but you never know. You never know. <laughs> so this is just a new fun thing that we've decided we would do hopefully once a year. We're going to see how it goes. And like I say, it is not a moneymaker. It is not a conference. It is just a somebody's planning it which is us and vicky and katie we're getting somebody to put a group rate for us and we're putting the dates out there and saying if you can come come 
if you can't, maybe next year, but we're just going to kick back, have some fun. And yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. I was somebody put in there. It's like waiting for Christmas in the group. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it so is. It is like waiting for Christmas. And I've even got cruises before this one, but I want to cruise with my reseller friends. Sorry, husband, nothing against you. But I'm like so excited to get on a ship with my reseller friends. So yeah, there you go. Awesome. There you go. All right, y'all. That was a lot of big announcements. I'm excited. We have a lot going on. All right. Lost it. Listen. Until next time, my friends. Look, I don't have my Sea Chats cup. I got oh, cheers. Cheers. Thanks for joining Libby, Molly, and Samantha, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Find all the ways to connect with us on consignmentchats.com. Episodes are available on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcasts. In addition, join our free private Facebook community.